0: It's time for the Plan With Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's plan with Dan. Hello, I'm Steve Gramsley, your co-host with Dan Betzel of Betzel Wealth Advisors, as we present to you another Plan With Dan podcast. And uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about some unasked financial questions, so Dan, nice to have you along again. Let's go. You ready? I'm ready, Steve. A lot of us have questions about retirement, but most people should be asking other questions that they don't even know to ask. So we're going to break that down, the unasked questions of the financial world. For instance... You
1: know, I just love this topic, Steve. You know, um, Actually, I have come up with what I call the 20 you know, must-answer questions for your journey toward financial peace of mind. And I often think that if you know the right questions to ask... It's going to empower you to find and make the best decisions. And often, we don't, make, we don't ask the right questions.
0: No, and I've come probably because of doing podcasts like these that in other elements of life that I'm doing business, uh, whether it's maybe getting my oil changed or, or if it's at the grocery store, I will often ask people for instruction and say, okay, what question should I have asked that I didn't?
1: Mm, I love that. That's
0: and it's really been beneficial in a lot of ways. For instance, let's talk about this. How much are my tax-deferred savings going to cost me?
1: You know, that is a great question because a lot of people confuse in their mind and also in their planning tax-deferred with tax-free. People will even say, well, you know, my IRA, it's tax-free, isn't it? No, it's not tax-free. It's tax-deferred. Uncle Sam, the IRS, actually has a lien on those 401Ks, 403Bs, and those IRAs. And it all depends on your, on your situation, but I tell people to plan on about a third of that money being used to pay taxes once you reach, as we talked about in the previous podcast, your required minimum distribution date. Yeah, so about a third of it is going to go to Uncle Sam. How much can I withdraw from my savings every year? That also is a fantastic question, and it's a integral part of all of my pre-retirement counseling that I give to people. Now and I can give you a general rule of thumb, but that's exactly that. You can't apply that for sure. but most people will tell you that you know you can take about three or three and a half percent off of your retirement accounts. That's not including any issues about taxes, and have a high degree of probability that your account is not going to run out during your life expectancy. But what I would encourage everyone listening to do is to speak with their advisors and ask the advisor to sit down with them and walk them through a Monte Carlo analysis. Now, a Monte Carlo analysis is a sophisticated computer program that's going to take all the variables. About you and your personal situation is going to run a program. It's going to say, well, how much money do you want to pull out? And it's going to give you a statistical. Analysis: a statistical probability of what the chances are that that plan will work. So, don't use my rule of thumb, which is three or three and a half percent, but make sure you go and talk to somebody and have them do a it's a Monte Carlo analysis for you.
0: Well, times sure have changed because it was not too many years ago where where we were suggesting that you could draw back four or even five percent.
1: Yeah, that's actually fascinating uh, amount of literature and research that's been done since 2008. And you know, if you kind of have an academic bend or you're really interested in finance, just Google that and you're going to find lots and lots of discussions. And, you know, I, I'm also a little more of a conservative guy. There there are certainly um, advisors that are still suggesting four or four and a half percent. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but I, I'm saying you should, after someone has really counseled you, run the Monte Carlo analysis and you understand the risks. Because it's not if a 2008 happens again, It's when. It Mm. will happen. We will have market forces. And I just want you to be in a very, very good position that you're going to be able to withstand those market forces.
0: On today's Plan with Dan podcast, we are talking about unasked financial questions. One such as, should I have life insurance? After I retire?
1: Once again, that's a fantastic question, and there's not really one simple answer. But I'll give you some things that you can think about. When we're young and we're starting out with our family and our careers, we need life insurance in order to replace our income. Often they say, you know, you want to have enough life insurance when you're young to pay for the debt, you know, to replace your income for four or five, six years, to educate the children, and to make sure that the mortgage is paid off. Well, A lot of those things are already done once you reach retirement, but perhaps maybe there's a different use for insurance, for life insurance. For example, um, sometimes with business owners or farmers, maybe one of the sons is going to take over the business, or maybe one of the sons uh, is going to take over the farm, and yet you have other children that are not going to be in that business. And, And So how do you kind of equalize the estate out? Well, sometimes life insurance may be a good way to do that. Another issue that is confronting all of us is long-term care, and there are some amazing life insurance policies now that have riders on them that allow you to access a certain amount of the life insurance for long-term care for you and your spouse, and if you never use the long-term care option, then the money will pass to your heirs. So it's a great question to ask, and I think something that everyone needs to explore with themselves, with their spouses, and with their advisors.
0: All right. What kind of medical coverage will I need over and above Medicare? I hadn't thought of that before.
1: Yeah, that is a great question. It's very complicated. But I just was talking to someone this week who was under the impression that as soon as they reach Medicare age, that automatically they would start getting Medicare and everything would be taken care of. You know, But that's not the case. There are all kinds of uh, supplemental issues, supplemental issues. Um, Medicare issues, you know, A and B that you have to consider, I myself find the area so complicated that I actually work with someone who is a specialist in this. And as you get close to retirement, I make sure that my clients speak with this. Matter of fact, about two weeks ago, my wife, who's in the pre-retirement age stages, we actually sat down with this exact person to go through all those issues for me. But once again, it's it's not so much knowing the answers it's knowing the right questions to ask. And this is a question that you must ask. And if you've got
0: investments and you've got them in a drawer somewhere, you may be keeping track of them uh, either annually or maybe you're seeing a quarterly statement and you're happy with that. But if you ever dig down deep and and look at uh, how much that investment may be costing you in fees and commissions, another unasked financial question is often, how much am I really paying in fees and commissions?
1: You know, not only is that an often unasked question sometimes it's very difficult to figure out i hate to say it but you know our profession the financial planning profession we're pretty good at at hiding the fees, and unless you're really um, interested in getting yourself a cup of strong coffee and uh, getting out the prospectus to your funds, it's going to be somewhat difficult to figure out. Nevertheless, there are websites and there are programs that can do that for you. If you go to my website, for example, and you watch the short, I think, three-minute video called an MRI, so an MRI in the um, medical field allows a doctor to see inside of your body and what's going on. And so I call this a financial MRI because it allows you to look inside your portfolio and to see what's really going on, not just uh, the fees and the commissions and the turnover ratios, and but also, you know, the diversification. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, go to my website, click on portfolio MRI and hopefully that short three or three-and-a-half-minute video will be uh, very useful for you. And that website is BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, and uh, that's now, a good tip. Yeah, and I want to give uh, give you one more bit of advice. Also on my website, I have the 20 must-answer questions. But not only um, are the questions there, but also there's a workshop that I've devised that will answer that question. And I have um, Investor Academy, which is a series of short videos that talk about and answer those questions. That's also available for no cost for those who really want to learn what are the right questions to ask And then give some thought about what possible answers might be for them and their family. I wish everyone listening the best of luck.
0: And we feel much more empowered now about things we should be thinking more about and questions that we would not have known to ask if it wasn't for today's podcast. So thanks, Dan, for your time again today. Thank you, Steve. Have a good week. And you can reach Dan at 614-472-4510 if you want to give him a call for further questioning. 614 472 4510. This has been another Plan with Dan Podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next time.
1: Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.